the most significant thing for you and for me to go forward is uh, extraordinarily valuable if we could meditate on it and believe it and, and do what is the hardest thing for us to do is pray because it's an irony to me and I've spent a lot of time on it and done a lot of reading but the hardest thing to do is to to really um, work with the Holy Spirit as far as prayer. Um, it's the most important thing and it's the lead and it's the thing the enemy works against the heaviest. And uh, and I, I wish, you know, if somebody could uh, break up there, yeah. If, if they could come to a place where they realize that you're going forward and your soul strength is dependent on this, on your prayer life, but primarily for this reason. There, there's a line in Luke and it's, it's in Luke 21. And, and it's this. Please, for your sake, and pray for me in this too. Uh, it says, in patience, possess your soul. Because when the enemy has it and, you know, your, your, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your diversions have a hold of your soul, you're th primarily useless as far as growth. Because, and staying under is, uh, is the greatest challenge of mankind. To keep your soul fixed where God can direct it. And so when he says possess, means you, you have control. And I don't know, uh, I wish uh, we had a few more Rough Riders. Uh, I know your, your wife likes horses and there are probably some others here. But she would never ride a wild horse uh, without a strong rein. Is that true? Is that generally the truth? Excuse me. You can speak for yourself. He's not speaking for you. What? <coughs> yeah, if, if, you, if you ride a, a bucking bronco, you've got to have a pretty tight rein and you know the capacity for balance but you cannot go forward you are a disaster and so am i if i do not know where my soul is and if i'm not keeping it because you're going to get blasted every time you allow it to wander and you don't have to believe me about this but uh, when he says, talk about taking your thought captives and the rest of it. So as we praise the Lord today, maybe it'd be a good thing to say, Lord, help me to fix my soul on, on, on really a, a, a receiving from what you want. You know, it's kind of awful to be here, go through all the forms uh, and, and think we have something that we don't and there's this is simple enough that that our prayer should be God I want to possess this soul of mine and it is uh, you've seen other uh, others who have their soul possessed by a variety of things uh, yeah. so God help us uh, and let's not take this as just uh, another time because that's a great need and especially now that God is allowing things to unravel in such an insane fashion you know yeah, you know ever when you talk to him is this are you really allowing this or is, it, is this your idea <laughs> because it is and it's frightening
Lord, we thank you uh, for the most difficult thing we have to do, and that is to offer ourselves daily and keep our souls under, under, under you. Uh, when we do it, we rejoice, and there's pain, and we know it's no fun. This isn't a fun-free thing, but uh, when we recognize that we're, we're heirs of, of the world, to be heirs of the world, uh, go with us for Jesus' sake. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> If that same spirit that raised comes from the dead,
genuinely and there were some head bobbers which is okay sometimes when you're bobbing eventually you your feet hit bottom and you wake up and you you start uh, you realize the need to pursue the Lord you always had a need but you don't recognize it but there, I, I was affected uh, by the number of people um, that really were reaching into God and I'm, I'm assuming this need driven um, James talked yesterday about not, not, not stopping, not shrinking back uh, in complacency. And uh, as painful as it is at times, we understand need. Until I was afflicted, you know, I went astray. That's really the truth of the matter. We don't frequently get it until there's a pressing need upon our hearts by the, the Lord that d directs our hearts. Start something here. I was going to end with this, but I'll, I'll start with it. Now, the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart. Out of. Charity out of. I'm emphasizing that in case you didn't get that. And of a good conscience and of a good, uh, and of a faith unfeigned. And a few other translations would read, the, uh, this is the way I always remember, the goal of our instruction is love out of a pure heart. The goal of our instruction. Like what this is all about, folks. Here's one. The aim of our charge 
is love that issues from a pure heart. In other words, the overreaching purpose of the word that we're sitting here, and I'm sure that there's dimensions to that, and this is not the final sum total of it, but as far as what I'm picking up on, um, the goal really is for love to come out of our hearts. And you know, we said, um, I was thinking about this, how, how many, I don't even know how to begin to add up the thousands and thousands of hours of openings and services um, that we sat through. And I, st- I still hear people at time will say, yeah, I didn't get anything out of that. Well, can I say based on what I read, if nothing else, the intention of the Spirit of God, the takeaway is for us to take something away that, that will really um, grow and nurture the love of God in our hearts. I mean, there's something, if you're listening, that you can glean out of, out of the instruction, out of the intent and the purpose of the Spirit of God to commend us to a greater love. I mean, is this... And I, I don't... Um, now let me say this. One of the most critical needs, I think, among us is, is to... Um, and this has been emphasized a little bit, is to, to realize and become aware before it's too late, before there's a lot of damage of, of what comes out of us, what really issues out of my heart. We understand it's not what goes in that defiles, but, but so we've got to come under a greater burden, I believe, for, for a responsibility to shepherd and safeguard what comes out of our heart. Sometimes God lets the worst come out, and, and that's the only way I change. I see it, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like I, that, 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 that blackness came out of me. It's like just, and when it does, uh, don't try to decorate it or, or change it or modify it. Just own it. Just own up to it. You know, hey, I, I am sorry I said that or whatever it was. It's like that, you know, I didn't mean it that way. Well, that's what came out of you. I, you know, you, you can, you can, <laughs> You can decorate something the way you say it in action and words and really work to say it in in the nicest way to somebody. But if if in your heart there's blackness and there's ill, don't you know that's what someone's going to take? That's a takeaway that they're going to pick up on. That's it's called impartation. You cannot decorate what's coming out of you. What that's what you impart. That's what I impart. I mean, what, you're, you're going to get some stuff out of me today that maybe you need to filter a little bit. I'm not there yet, let's say. And I'm hoping to impart um, what... <laughs> I've heard a lot of words on, on love, right? Um, and actually, this caught my attention, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, that Brother Bill, you know, we spent most of the opening, he was just, I was writing stuff down because it's... it's it's unusual to hear a lot of words, I guess, from yeah, about the love of God. Remember that Tuesday, you really emphasized the nature and the love. I got it. Did, it, did anybody remember that? It just caught my attention. And I'll, I'll, I don't, um, or maybe we don't. I think a lot of churches, is, you hear a lot about the love of God, the love of, and it's, it's like it's, in some ways, without passing judgment, it's like it's seems like it's it's coming up short. But I do feel like the Spirit of God is 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 wanting to emphasize that in our midst in a greater measure, when we understand that that really is the goal of the of our instruction, and the intent of the Spirit is for us to nurture and, and grow the love of God as we have received it to 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 impart that to one another. But when I, I have to say I'm out of my comfort zone just thinking about this. And that got me thinking, I'll throw this out as a fun fact. Took, took me back to uh, something I wet, read a while back. Because comfort, uh, comfort really stops growth, I believe. It's, so, it's much as we seek it, 
and it's nice occasionally. It's not a place where you want to linger. And, and, and if you're out of your comfort zone, if you're stretched beyond measure, that's really when there's there's growth. And I want to challenge. Uh, I hope I guess to um, challenge us in our love towards one another and towards the the Lord. But I, I read this a while back, and I'll throw this out just to start. Um, it was a you know Amanda talked about the professor from Yale. This was a research paper out of Yale that said they were talking about comfort zone because I think we can get very comfortable in our in our circle of love. And, and uh, if you haven't caught the emphasis of the spirit, also is is that that we need to expand our 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 little circle of love, and, and it's. Um, if you're outside of that, it's, it's, it can be painful. And, and it's not, <laughs> so anyway, just think about that. And maybe the Spirit of God is wanting you and I to stretch beyond what is comfortable and start sowing and investing in other, other areas and other relationships. But the, this says, it, you can take it or leave it. I just put it out. Um, if you're outside of your comfort zone, you're not learning. It says stability, which they mean to, to, to be stuck in a comfort zone, uh, can shut down the brain's learning centers. And they, they proved that. I won't read how. But uncertainty says it's stressful, but it also signals the brain to kick start learning. It says if you want, uh, you know, this is a fun fact. If you want to maximize learning, you need to make sure that you are doing hard things 70% of the time. This is what the research paper says. This is, this is out of Yale. I'm reading out of Yale. And I guess the other 30%, you just eat, drink, and be merry. But, uh, you know, I, I'm only saying that because I really feel like it, it, it brings the point that I'm trying to make that that we really can get comfortable in our love. And there's a need if, to really, if we're going to nurture and it's going to grow, the love of God is going to grow in our midst. It, it, we need to extend the frame beyond our comfort zone. I think we know this. If, if love is going to grow, um, it, needs to be, it needs to be exercised. Right? Otherwise, I mean, just think, where would we be if God would have withheld and just... You know, never exercised, never demonstrated uh, his nature, you know, in sending his son to the cross, right? Um, and I believe really if our love for God is, is growing, then we're going to be, uh, the, the, the goal of that and the proof of that is really, we're going to be loving each other, right? How can, how can I say I love God whom I can't see? if I can't love my brother whom I do see. And I really believe I'm among, I, I know as, as much as I can that I'm among people that, that love me and really would lay down their life for me. I didn't always feel that way. It's like that comes through working through adversity with people and just like you come to see that they, what, what, you, what was interpreted as is uh, ill coming to you and hurt. Yeah. You step back and you see that it was really the love of God covering you. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and you, you realize how thankful you are after the heat of the moment that somebody really interfaced you and that's a demonstration of the love of God, folks. And, 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 and those kind of relationships indicate a willingness on the part of others to to really lay down their life. Can I encourage us to, to safeguard against preserving our life? You know, we, we, we don't need to, we, we don't throw the word confrontation around anymore as much, which is good. But there is a need really to, when the Spirit leads to interface and cover in love. It says this, we glory in tribulations. This is Romans 5. Also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience. 
and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad. The love of God is shed abroad within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. That shed abroad means to, to pour out or to gush, right? To pour out or to gush. And I believe there's a need for a response on our part to that. See, you think about, you know, how, how many of us, I guess, measure out our love? It's just me measured out somewhat. It's not abandoned. You know, we, 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 we just, we measure it out, I guess. And maybe um, with some that's, that's okay. Some of us is good even if there's a trickle. It can, it can at least get the faucet, our faucet. Um, I, love our, I love our faucets, so to speak, but our, ours just trickles regularly. So you've got to pay attention to it. But that trickle can lead to a gusher, ultimately. So you've got you to gotta have a starting point today, perhaps. Anyway, and I, <clears throat> I, I have been uh, this past beginning of the week, I guess. I was m m looking to build uh, a little kitchenette for the gym. So I was majoring the doors, and I was aware, like, Maybe it's OCD, but how, like, go back and check my numbers. Whether I'm going to do this or not, it's like I, I, I need to be precise. Like these cabinets would have very little margin between the, the door faces. Like you get, you get it wrong and it, you're, it's, everybody's an expert. They're going to see. But anyway, when it comes to the love of God, it says, right, it's unmeasurable. Confirmation there, right? One of the most quoted scriptures, right? We know God, what? God so loved. How? That he gave his only begotten son. Okay? How do you measure so loved? Think about it. So loved. He's so loved. That's, that's just like a I want, it's like, so loved. He's so loved. Right? <laughs> so great, so strong. Right? So deep. Think about it, though. What did he see in the world at that time that he so loved it? And what are you requiring, and what am I requiring in the situation or circumstance before I, you know, there's a trickle of love. He's talking about so, he so loved the world. Just, you can't measure it, right? I'm just looking to hopefully challenge our love, I guess. It, Romans 5, <coughs> 6 says, continue for when we were without strength in due time Christ died for the ungodly for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet peradventure for good some would even dare to die but God commendeth his love or he demonstrated his love in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us you think about it who, who is there, in a way, that is, I guess, um, such a thistle, perhaps, or so adversarial that, that we could not move in that same kind of love and demonstrate that same kind of care that he did? I'm just about done, folks, so don't get too comfortable. Hebrews 13, right? And, and I thought... Just not trying to read a bunch of scriptures. I'm not trying to even represent the love of God here today. It's like, how can you do that? I mean, it's just the love of God does not need a lot of talk. It does need to demonstrate. While we were yet sinners, He commended 
He demonstrated, he initiated love in advance. When nothing was coming back, there was no response, right? Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. You know, the love of God, if it's shed abroad in our heart, it's not selective. And, and it, it enables us to love our enemies, it says, and to, to do good. I mean, how, how do you do good to those that hate you? It's like, now I know that doesn't exist in our midst, so I'd love to filter that out. Um, lastly here, for if you love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love Love them. Love, sinners also love those that love them. See, I think that's where the Spirit is wanting to, in a way, direct our hearts. That it, it, it is very easy, it's very comfortable to, to extend and love to those where there's something coming back, where there's love. I mean, just think about the people that you care for. What did it take? I mean, you have to know there are people here that you're close to now that you weren't close to before. Right? You just, it's like, and you have to step back and see, man, talk about the love of God at work in a relationship that once was seen, just seemed impasses were so, the chasm was so great. Only the love of God can breach those kind of chasms, folks. Anyway, I think we just have a short time to, to, in a way. Now, I just don't want us to miss opportunities to, to prove our, the love of God in our hearts. Bill, one thing that Brother Bill did say the other day, this, and I, it says this, he said, the strongest power, and this, this resonated in me, it's like I agree with this fully. When somebody says something, it's not always so original that, that moves you, it's just perhaps and frequently it's just resonates because it's so something you really believe, you affirm. I don't hear a lot of amens today, but I'm assuming you, you're with me. But when something is said, it's like, that's it. That's yes, yes. I'm with that. But the strongest power on earth is the love of God. And if the love of the Father is not in us, we are stuck. Right? If the strongest power on earth is the love of God, and if, and if the love of the Father is not in us, we're not going anywhere, folks. This passage has gone through my mind for some time. And actually, I first heard it, uh, I think, when, when you preached it, um, Brother Bill. It's in Zephaniah 3.17. If you want to turn there. It says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with love. He will rest in his love. That line like just been gone. He will rest in his love. He will rest in his love. <clears throat> he will joy over thee with singing. And it's like especially in the backdrop of how screwed up things are out there. Honestly, it's like it just it's, it's not lessening. In fact, every day if you look or something that seemed like, gosh, where Where's this, where's, this, where's this place coming to? I mean, like the stuff that's coming down. But can I say today, right? As screwed up as things are, the love of God is safe and secure. The provision that he made, it's there. I don't think the love of God is stressing out over what's taking place, over what's running its course, right? It's just, it's not, it says he's resting. In his love. Nothing coming down. Nothing. As scary as it might be. Is a threat. To the love of God. 
Outside of the love of God, there's a lot to be afraid of, folks. And that might be an indication that it's not perfected in our hearts when there's fear that arises when you see stuff. It's like the... I won't get into politics, but it is frightening in a way. Not against the love of God. Not, not in the least, folks. He's got it. Right? He's got it. He's content. And he's got joy in his heart. Right? Over the provision that he made for the recovery of, of, of anybody. No matter how far out they go. No matter how they... <coughs> What level of darkness somebody gets into. God, he, he's resting in his love. There's a provision that's available and it's safe and secure. I'm just trying to, to define what it means when it says he rests in his love. He rests in his love. It's, it's done. I mean, pardon me? He trusts in it. He trusts in it. He, he's in the right use of the word he's very content in the love that's been demonstrated I don't think he's thinking about man I so love the world how many of us would, would do what he did because of he so loved the world but I see people aren't responding to it like, like I need to do more uh uh no he's not, he's not going to do more it's done. Like he's, he's resting in that provision. Maybe you're getting the point, right? So you think about how does that break down to us? You know, what, what need, what impasse, what aspect of loneliness, right? Uh, what, what, it, what place of darkness is so great for the love of God? today. I love what Corey Boom, Corey Ten Boom said. She said, <clears throat> there's no pit too deep that the love of God is not deeper still. <laughs> no pit. And we said, and I've said many times, hey, the worst pit is not the pit that they threw Joseph in. It was the pit I do for myself. Pit I put myself in, folks. But there's no pit. Regardless of how you got there, that's, that's deeper than the love of God. Right? <clears throat> love must be sincere. This is Romans 12. Detest what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Outdo yourselves in honoring one another. So that's, that's it, kind of, hopefully, in a nutshell. That, that, that we, if we open our hearts and allow the love of God to work, He will expand and cause us to expand and extend our, our perimeters beyond. It's, when, when you extend and you sow yeah, in love, it's, it, at first it's not safe. Because you don't know what you're going to get back. But the real love of God extends regardless. It, it's not threatened by what comes back. If you're threatened because, and you're, you're ticked or whatever because you, you opened your heart and it was not reciprocated, that, that only means that, it, that, that, that there's a need in your heart. Don't put that on somebody else. Right? It's so easy to put the blame back on them. I did this and they did not, whatever. That's, that's an indication that, uh, of, of it's not the love of God. Anyway, Lord, help us today. Yeah. Thanks, Richard. Um, some years back, uh, a lady who remained unnamed, and some of you might, but she came here and she was. Um, very manipulative and did some uh, uh, really ugly things. She happened to be in ministry and uh, she was fishing for somebody's past and, uh, and I had a real outage with her. 
and it, uh, it, in it, it, it seemed to multiply and get larger. And uh, I, I just wrote her off, you know, that's it, that's who you are, you're done, and I don't want anything to do with you, I don't want you approaching me. Uh, and it happened to be, the minister wanted me to go there, and I said, no, I know what's there. I don't need to go, and I won't. And Tom and Buddy and all, well, Bill, you need to, you know, and I said, no, I don't need. And uh, I know you may not think I'm that kind of a person, but I was. And, and in it, the person came back to me and said, Brother Bill, forgive me. And I, I, and I walked away. And I don't know how many times I walked away, but I was pretty uh, furtive in my uh, not willing to have any conciliation. Okay? But the, uh, the circumstance built and built, and she just kept coming back. And she'd stop, and she'd put her hands up, fairly largely, and, uh, and I said, look, I've said what I've said, it's over, okay? This is over. And, you know, I don't know where we get that. I mean, it comes straight from hell. And uh, it doesn't take much for some of us, and I thought, I had no idea, well, I did, should I, of why, so hard, why? so nasty and and she kept coming and i said okay okay and that okay it, it was real then because i just got tired of her bugging me and i felt like uh, i mean the holy spirit i'm sure she got her crowd together and she had a quite a crowd of people in her particular body and uh all I'm saying is, everybody walks around some days wondering if they're loved. Because we have the goods on us, and that's why I said the other day, we have the sound bites, we have the experience, and the devil has the power if we open the gate at all. And there's nothing worse than this condemnation of yourself and the, the continuing reality that uh, you're not loved. And, um, and, and we, we can prove it to ourselves. And there has to come a time when everyone uh, says, that's it, I'm not going there anymore. Uh, and only God can keep you there. And I've said this before, and please hear this part. The kind of love that it takes with relationships and with hard people, with people who are growing. You know, you look at the little kids. Sometimes I'll walk around and I'll say hello to a little kid and they'll go, you know? And, and you can't take it personal, but you kind of do. You say, there's a brat. And, and the parents, they have it, you know, they've done what they could. Now you say hello, you know, I mean, I don't know if David's here or not, but he, uh, he absolutely uh, made demands out of his little ones. And, and after a while, you know, they, they had a certain charm and a certain, yeah, at first it was kind of a devil may wave and they'd go on. But you see them growing and we're generally patient with them, if we have any sense at all. But we do not have agape in our pocket. No matter how much we love somebody, and no matter how much we care, God still is the author. And if it comes out of us to correct or to do, usually we fail. Because there is a there's a dog in the backyard. I have a bad dog in the backyard. Don't walk on the grass. Uh, no, don't ring the doorbell. And when when that is there, there's a stifling. But you have to know, 
and it has to come from you as an individual that I am loved because God purchased me he's not going to turn me around and and the, the the damnable thing that people live in that is so ugly is they try to harness a kind of uh, okay now I'll be loved if I pray more read the Bible do this and do that no there's no it's an unconditional kindness love purchase forever for you and the, the filthy filthy thing that all of us have to be guided in is to continue in the understanding that his love doesn't end it's not temporary and and I've said this enough and I and, and I know some of you couldn't have heard of it heard it but I go around here and I look around and they're individual who surfaced and I can be whatever I am with them they're not a lot but they're there's some Whatever I am or whatever I'm hurting, I can, I can open my door and pour. And when you are trying to do it, you cannot be a receiver. When you are, when you're in an effort, okay, before God now, I'm going to really be something. You're wasting your time. And, and it's, it's the human effort and it's where this church and every church in the world has failed because they want it to come out of them. And anything that comes out of me and doesn't come from God scorches and messes the whole thing up. And we must get that and we, and I can preach it, but then I find myself thinking maybe I can go for a rescue, I can go for this or I can go for that. And there's some places you better not go. It's not a safe harbor until God says, sail in. Okay. I'll just read this. And thank you, Richard, to, for reminding us. Because uh, <laughs> when you feel weak and you're down and, and, and uh, you're perverse in your attitude, you've been in the alligator pit with snakes and vile refuse it, it just doesn't happen like that you have to wait on God to put that in a place where it can grow it's not it's not magic it has nothing to do with manners although manners are are wonderful my wife is one of the most well-mannered people I know or used to be until she started running around with me but but that doesn't, that doesn't afford us progress, you know? Nice manners. We should have nice manners. I'm all for them. Uh, but but, but the, the issue of the hour is, Lord, you love me. It's everlasting. I don't have to keep trying to earn something that I already have. I already have it. But the, but the signaling difficulty is you have to work this by yourself. I can gather a bunch of crowds and I say, okay, let's all be loving to each other. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work in a crowd. We're all loved here. No, that's something you have to go for by yourself. I'll read this to you and we'll close. Looks like a big day in front of us. Is there uh, like a science thing today or something? I heard about that. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Sometimes. Or distress? Sometimes. Or persecution? Yeah, if we don't believe. Or famine or nakedness? or peril you know <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it as it is written for thy sake we are being killed all the day long because that's back there we're counted as sheep for the slaughter that's in the Bible you know nay 
In all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, that's all the devils, nor principalities, that's the greatest principality on earth. Do you know the little squirt that you are by yourself and that I am? There's no devil in hell that can ever take the, the unending love from you. Oh, he can scare you, he can bring you into things, peril and things around can do that, but your test is to hold on and know that I have a root and a ground in love that shall never end. And if you want to show power, say, God, please, give me your love. Give me your love. It's not something you have in your pocket. Some of you uh, may think you do. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor, nor powers, nor things present. I've been concerned with things present at times nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That defines it, and, and meditate on that, because you've got evidence against yourself, I do. I have. I have evidence against me, prosecutable things, but you will never be prosecuted by any final jury, adjudicator, judge. You never will be, except what you do to yourself. And then all it will mean is you just won't grow. There's no hell for you. You've already been to hell and you've been back. And there'll be more if you don't trust. And the worst hell you can be in is to feel like you're separated, that you're by yourself. Paranoia creeps in and it's a real spirit. It's a real spirit. And it says, not you. Everybody else, but not you. God help us to believe that today these little children to know and when they see it and when you see them by themselves or you see where they're being picked on this is why you know the the people out the people out there in the in the world say we're gonna outlaw bullying and we're gonna you don't outlaw that stuff it has to come because of the love of god thank you richard and i'm sorry to take us into noon yes Sure. Can we pray first? All right. Come up. Come up. You can always make an announcement. Just bow your heads. Father, all these things, all the turmoil, all the, the filth, of our own imaginations, the guilt that uh, holds us down, great one. Uh, be with the activities of the day. Be with us and all that we do. Be with David and Joe out there. Be with Kathy today, Lord God. Be with uh, Tom as he gives his last breath. And be with be with us, be with all of us, that we will not consider the filthy evaluation of our brothers and sisters, but love will prevail. And forgive us, Lord, of our reactions, our ugliness, however we, we appear. Um, and let us all know together that nobody in this room, no one, is apart from your care and your great love. And it's everlasting and it envelops us and the greatest power on this earth comes from God himself. And as we're under him, we are protected.
thank you for this. In the name of Jesus, the Lamb slain, and multitudes for all the sons who believed. Amen.